This is the Timepieces History Podcast, and you're listening to a bonus episode. Bonus episodes appear at the end of each podcast season and go deeper into a topic, offering marketing advice to heritage organisations or share an interview with someone from the history world. Here's your host, Gudrun Lorette. Hello and welcome to the Timepieces History Podcast. This is the first ever bonus episode, or as my good friend Pete Matthew over at the Meaningful Money Podcast calls it, an in-between episode. Now Pete told me that he borrowed that name from Tim Ferriss, so I'm definitely in good company if I'm using it too. I should say right at the start that this episode is being recorded during the COVID-19 pandemic lockdown in April 2020. So the ideas I'm proposing here are to help heritage organisations to market themselves and stay top of mind while they're close to the public. However, if you're listening to this in the future, most of these tips should still be relevant to you, so please do stay with me. I'd also love to know what you think of these episodes, so please come and find me on Twitter, at Gudrun Lorette, or leave a comment on your audio player of choice. Alternatively, you can pop a message onto the relevant podcast page over at gudrunlorette.com slash podcast, where you'll also find the show notes, useful links, and an episode transcript. No email address is required to access that. Okay, on with the show. My first tip is behind the scenes tours. You've seen this happening on social media under the hashtag museum at home, which allows people anywhere in the world to experience museums, galleries and exhibits. Even if you're a smaller site with not much budget, you can do this with a smartphone if necessary. If you've still got access to your museum or gallery, show people online things that visitors don't usually get to see. You can make short videos to share across most social media platforms, do a running commentary, or take photos to illustrate a blog, or to enhance an audio file. If you can't get into a building, perhaps you can still get into the grounds. The gardens of stately homes are usually spectacular, and you could talk about how you maintain the grounds and contrast these with the upkeep methods from the past. If you can't access anything, think about producing a Day in the Life series, interview colleagues, either over Skype or by emailing them a set of questions, and get them to talk about their job role and what their day looks like. Speak to curators, gallery assistants, the welcome desk, and even the people who work in the gift shop. A human element always goes down well. Next, you can interview experts. This can be in video, audio, or written format. Ask the curators about their area of expertise, their background, and what led them to a career in history. Ask them to choose a favorite artifact from a collection and get them to explain why. Encourage them to talk about the wider historical context of whatever it is they've picked. If you have visiting exhibitions planned for later in the year, speak to the curator or organizers of those for their perspective. If you show contemporary artwork, interview the artist about what inspired them. I'm sure they'll be delighted to get some publicity from you. And as many schools are closing at the moment, anyone who can create activities or share stories with children should also be interviewed or given an opportunity to create some engaging, interactive content. Frazzled parents and carers will be pleased to have something to occupy them with. My third idea is to create blogs about artefacts. Museums, galleries and heritage sites are rich in artefacts they can create content about. No matter what your focus, there's plenty for you to talk about and share with the wider world. Dig into the archives look in special collections, or even anything you might have lying around in the back room. Pick key pieces from the permanent exhibitions and talk about them too. You've probably already got plenty of photos you can use to illustrate the blog posts. Talk about the work of an artist, the circles he or she moved in and his patrons. 
discussed the political and religious situation that led to a war where a sword was used, explained how a humble home appliance revolutionised life for housewives. The possibilities are endless. Following on from exploring the archives, a quick and easy way to get noticed and gain some interactions on Twitter is to join in with the curator battle under the curator battle hashtag. Search for it to see what they're looking for each week and share an example from your own collection. For example, recently they were asking for creepiest objects, so there were lots of porcelain dolls, mummified cats and so on being shared across Twitter. Next, think about sharing stories from the local area. If you manage a stately home or castle, you should have access to records about the family who lived there, the troops who might have been stationed in barracks and the servants who worked for that family. Again, this is a great way to share the personal stories of your heritage site. Share photographs, portraits and plans of the building. Talk about the significance of building a fort on a hill above a river, why the family might have had a secret passage or the importance of a private chapel. Talk about what life was like for the residents of the town or city too. What was everyday life like for them? What work did they do? What did they eat? And how much contact did they have with the inhabitants of your property? If you're a museum or gallery, you can use items from the collection to build up a picture of a period in time. Next, share old-fashioned entertainment ideas. Can you talk about how people amused themselves in the past? Are cinemas and theatres close? People be looking for ideas to entertain themselves and their families at home. What sort of games did children play? What about parlour games? Did guests at your stately home indulge in playing sardines, charades, or something more unusual? Can you share card games that were popular a century ago? My next tip is a big one, and it's something that all businesses and industries should be using. And this is user-generated content. One of the best ways to have more content to share on your social media platforms or website is by getting other people to create it. Ask people who visited your site to share photographs or talk about which artefact in your collection they like best. People love to see their stuff promoted by you and they'll share and retweet it to their own followers. Ask people to contribute family tales that you can curate into stories from the local area and get them involved by suggesting games to play, as we mentioned before. You may even be able to get some online interactive games going. And don't forget to tag or mention other museums and venues too because they might also have great ideas to share. Number eight is to offer vouchers. You've probably seen a lot of different types of businesses offering vouchers that people can exchange whenever lockdown restrictions are lifted. This is a good idea to help them bring in some much needed money and to help with their cash flow. The other benefit of using vouchers is that it helps them to stay top of mind. We know that when we're finally allowed out, people will be looking to experience life as it was before the pandemic. So if a company has issued a voucher, it will be high on the list of places for them to visit. Museums and heritage sites can do the same. If you have an on-site coffee shop, Offer a percentage discount or a buy one get one free offer. If you charge an entrance fee, you can discount that. Or do the same for any exhibitions you've got coming up so that visitors can put a date in the diary and have something to look forward to. You might also want to consider partnerships with local businesses. I recently wrote a blog post with some ideas on how museums and heritage sites can support businesses in their local area, so I'll link to that one in the show notes. Local companies, especially smaller ones, will really be feeling the pinch at the moment, even if they're going to get help from the government. Think of ways you can work to promote each other. Maybe you could offer some kind of discount to their customers if they visit you, or promote a discount for the local business, such as money offered a coffee shop for your ticket holders. When lockdown is over, local communities will really need to come together. You may also want to consider partnership with other sites. Now when I say sites here, I mean both physical and online. 
In my local area, there are lots of museums, galleries and places of historic significance. Some of them are managed under the same umbrella, such as the National Trust, the English Heritage, or the North Northeast specific Tainawea Archives and Museums, but some do operate independently. When it comes to heritage, this is one sector where you really shouldn't be worried about the competition. If you live somewhere rich in ancient history, perhaps where the Romans had a strong base, link up with other places that do that too. For instance, Hadrian's Wall in Northumberland isn't far from the remains of two Roman forts on opposite sides of the Tyne, and York, known as Ivaracum during the Roman conquest, has the Roman baths right in the city centre. While museums are shut, there's still an opportunity for them to collaborate virtually by cross-promoting each other's collections online, both on their websites and on social media platforms. Start looking at who else is out there and make contact with them now. Idea number 10 is start a podcast. This podcast you're listening to at the moment is very new. Season 1 was released a couple of weeks ago in March 2020. Captivate FM, who distribute it for me, so they've had more new podcasts added in the last month than they have in the previous few months. As it happens, I've picked March as the launch month for my podcast anyway, and it just so happens that it's coincided with the COVID-19 lockdown. Podcasts have really become more popular in the last couple of years in the UK, and they're only going to keep on growing. Most of the history-related podcasts available are from the big hitters in the industry, such as the BBC and the British Museum, but don't let that put you off. To stand out, try to be as niche as possible and to create a podcast show around a specific topic. For instance, if you're a naval museum, appeal to the maritime fans out there. If you're a battle site, appeal to the military enthusiasts. Or if your museum is on the top of a Viking settlement, play up that aspect. Consider if you can appeal to the reenactment societies. Or if you're sharing the stories of the local area, such as the Discovery Museum in Newcastle, there's a wealth of podcast episodes you can create about the people industry, customs, buildings, and more from that local area. Finally, look into international days. You're probably familiar with these, a specific date in the year where we celebrate or commemorate something significant, such as International Women's Day on the 8th of March. Some, like Women's Day, are marked annually, where others happen only after a certain amount of time has elapsed. For example, the centenary celebrations for the end of the First World War in 1918. A quick search online will come up with dozens of web pages listing all the dates that are coming up, and some are fairly obscure. But this gives you the opportunity to really get creative with your content and tap into a niche that you might not have otherwise found. For example, April the 5th was Read a Roadmap Day. If you have an atlas, a map of the local area, or even an early example of a roadmap, talk about it on social media and create a short blog or video to show off your artefact. June the 16th is going to be Arborist Appreciation Day, So talk about the landscaping of the gardens around your stately home, like Annick Gardens and Wallington Hall in Northumberland should be doing. Thank you so much for listening. Please come back on Thursday for another bonus episode, or tune in on the 12th of May when Season 2, which is going to be all about the northeast of England, will be starting. And if you are a heritage site, please let me know what you're doing to market yourself during lockdown. Thank you for listening to the Time Pieces History Podcast. Don't forget to listen next time for more quick history facts.